Informed, outspoken, wild, fearless, hardly ever politically correct. This is the Fantasy Football Dudes Podcast. Happy Dudes Day. This is the Fantasy Football Dudes Podcast. It is Monday, August 23, 23rd. This is episode 45, believe it or not. And uh, we got, this is our dudes episode. We're going to tell you who our dudes are this year. We got some fan mail, some surveys. But first of all, Jordan, did Jalen Hurts hurt your DraftKings lineup this past week with his tummy issues? No. Why would he do that? I didn't know if you maybe had him in your lineup. It's preseason, Trent. You don't play the starters. Jalen Hurts is only going to get like 10 snaps anyways, so... Did you see that? Did you see that uh, Vegas line though? How it switched like right before that Eagles were huge favorites. Yeah, that's kind of weird though. In general, it's like, kind of weird. I'll be honest though. Like I'm pretty sure he was owned like 30 percent in a lot of the contests I was in in DraftKings. So yeah, I mean, but honestly, that's why I like preseason so much because there's definitely um, definitely an edge compared to like where people are playing guys who are not going to play very much. So yeah. And you just gotta follow the news, but yeah, no, it didn't hurt me. Definitely helped me actually, probably more than anything. Yeah, we we got our dude draft this week, you know, this Saturday. So we did fill up our listener league. So thanks for that, guys. Uh, Phil, you pumped up for that dude draft? Yeah, man, I'm 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 excited. Let's get uh, let's get this thing going. I uh, I think you know I'm now in two leagues with both of you guys, and if I finish behind both of you in both leagues, I am uh, I'll probably retire from the pod. Uh, and probably just set out to lose like 40 to 50 pounds. That honestly, your doctor probably has already recommended that. So <laughs> it could be the best. Well, thing I mean, that's ever. what I'm saying. I'm expecting it. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> okay. Uh, Phil, you want to hit us with any, any surveys or you got any, anything that happened to you this weekend? Do you want to share Phil? Like, I, I don't know. Any I, late night Taco Bell run. I did that. I did that, text Trent nothing. That, that probably led to your 50 pounds. <laughs> is is that what a late night adventure turn into when you're old and ma- old married and with kids, Phil? Yeah. It's basically once hit, like once you hit 30, like late night Taco Bell is like the most adventurous you get past 10 o'clock. Yeah, I would say so. Like at late night Taco Bell is the, the most adventurous that you get. We d- I did go after the high school football game, which was pretty fun. Going to the high school. It's fun being back. Watching football, full stadium. It looked, it looked like it was a full stadium. That was a fun time. Yeah. Sounds um, like you boogied on Friday night. I definitely boogied. Uh, All right, let's get into these. Uh, let's get into these surveys. Uh, so the first one: people with thirty-eight keys in their pocket, powerful or total freak? I I put total freak. What do you do, Jordan? I, I abstain from voting for the on this one. That, that I, is I so un-American. I mean, also, why use the word abstained? Just say you didn't I, take it. Just say you I didn't do it. That is the correct word for that when you abstain <laughs> from voting. Like that's the the right word usage for that, Phil. Yeah, but all right. You want me to explain why? Sure. Okay, I, you don't want me to. You no, I want to hear it. Let's hear it. Let's, yeah, let's, hear, hear, it. let's, let's hear, hear it. Let's hear it. No, I just, I, I probably have like, I don't know, 15 keys on mine. So I just, I didn't, I don't want to like call myself a freak, but I don't so, think it's very powerful either. So yeah, he's, no, he's like, no good answer. He's halfway to powerful, but he's probably closer to freak. Yeah, probably. Yeah. That's well, what his Tinder profile says. Phil, what is your, what is Phil? What is your? Uh, it your says uh, my. Uh, I, so so I think there should have been a third option in here that said like janitor, right? Which jan- janitors can be powerful too. Yeah, that's so true. maybe maybe I should just maybe well, I should have leaned powerful because janitors. Our friends in high school, probably Trent's only friend in high school, was a janitor, <laughs> and uh, he had a ton of keys that I remember that I recall. Well, Anyhow. Uh, th- Real quick, that that is why I have so many because I have all my basketball keys to the gym and stuff. So, hey, and I'm not gonna lie, people are always asking me to use my keys. So, there is probably a little bit of power. <laughs> that. that sounds like an innuendo. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this guy! All right, I we can't. I I voted total freak on this we, one. I just what was we, the results? What was the results? We all know that guy that like, you know, like, hey, uh, 
can I borrow your car keys? And he throws you this key and there's like 300 keys on there. And you're yeah, like, there's no way you know what every yeah. key to this. Yeah. It's basically like you find keys on the ground. You're like, hey, this might, you know, get me into something someday. It's like, I'm not going to lie. I have two sets of keys in my truck. I have my keys that have my toolbox, my house key, and my car key. Then I have a whole nother set that's to like gate, all that other stuff. But do I need to carry that on me 98% of the time? No, I don't. So I keep those in my center console. Yeah. And I'm probably going to get robbed. Yeah, when you're catching keys and it feels like you're taking a punch from Daniel Cormier, you probably should reduce, you know, your ringage, I guess, there. Um, yeah, I, I, the 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 survey lean total freak, 72% versus 28%. Jordan, I know you abstained from that vote, but I, I think you'd probably fall right in the middle there. Um, but People went, who abstain are probably total freaks, too. Yeah, people should who that be say our, abstained. Should we, that, that might be next week's survey. <laughs> what do you, let's uh, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go into this <laughs> next survey phil <laughs> all right kyle pitts is going in the fourth round are you taking him there i really want to hear because i think he's going to get brought up a little bit on this on today's pod um i'm i i think i've talked about it a couple different times like how much i love him um i think i want to start with jordy on this unless trent you're just dying to talk about kp over here no hit it um, I'm just gonna look where is he being drafted at right now. Did, did you He's read the survey? Drafted. Yeah, Kyle Pitts is going in the fourth round. Are you taking him there? No, but is that his ADP? It was close to that. Yeah, he's like bottom, yeah, mid fourth, end of the five. Okay. Um, yeah, I am not taking him there. That's just my personal. I, I, I doubt I'll end up with Kyle Pitts on very minimal teams at all just because of the way I draft, and I'm not drafting a tight end in the fourth round unless it's Kelsey. um, Yeah, unless it's one of those guys, you know? Kelsey, Kittle. uh, I believe I'm going to take a tight end in the fourth or probably fifth. It's not going to be Pitts probably. I I think I want someone a little more uh, established. So I will abstain from taking Kyle Pitts in the fourth round. What is the reason you would... <laughs> Jordan, give us... Uh, or, or Trent, say... So one of the things you just said is like, you're going to be taking someone in the fourth. What? Why? Why not? I just like those top tight ends. And I have kind of four or five picked out. And if they're not there, I'm going to just wait. Just so sit. I'm just going to play my draft and see how it goes. You know, that's that's probably the best thing to do is... Not go in locked and loaded, but just kind of play the draft and see where it goes, and just just let the draft take you where uh, where it takes you, Phil. Just play the cards you're dealt. Yeah, yeah. What was the result from uh, overreaching? Uh, So it was forty one percent said yes, fifty one percent said no. So that wasn't terrible. uh, A terrible split there. So who are you taking, McLaren, McLaren or Robinson? this one was pretty close, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. It, well, it started that way, and then it the split the split leaned heavily I, one way. I said uh, Robinson. I like both of these guys. I'd be happy with both of them, but uh, I said Robinson just because I thought he might get a little more volume next year. They kind of force him the ball, and if Justin Fields ends up being the guy, I think it's really good for him. But I, I just think the volume's there, and he finishes as, like, what, top 12 wide receiver every year with look at who his quarterbacks are. So I I just – I would take Robinson. He seems to kind of go in the same rounds every year, it seems like, right? And these guys, I believe it was 10 and 11 uh, wide receivers on Fantasy Pros, I believe. They were right next to each other. Yeah, bumped up. I think there was one maybe split in between them, but, yeah. My Jordy, position. what do you think? Yeah, I, I went Terry McLaurin. Um, I think for safety, I think Allen Robinson is a little bit safer. You think you, I think you know what you're getting with them, but I think McLaurin's upside at this point is a lot higher. Um, and I have them ranked, I think in the top 200, it goes, I have McLaurin, Mahomes, Robinson. So, like, I mean, I'll just stay stay with that ranking. And, um, I mean, yeah, I think you can't go wrong with either one. I think you know, like... They're both pretty safe. I mean, even in how bad the Redskins or the Washington football team offense was last year, 
with the horrible quarterback play. I mean, McLaurin was still fine. Like, he wasn't great, but he was still fine. I think if you think there's going to be an upgrade to that offense with Fitzpatrick, I think McLaurin has the upside to be, you know, I think Robinson's going to stay where he's at. Probably uh, he's going to be a top 12, 15 receiver at the worst. At the best, though, I think maybe he's a top 10. I mean, we're talking about, I know Fields has looked good, but Andy Dalton's going to start there. Mm -hmm. Who knows when Fields gets there? I think McLaurin has more of a ceiling where he could be a top eight receiver. Like he, he he has a ceiling to be like one of the best receivers, fantasy football receivers. Yeah. So the end of the, the split ended up sixty three percent McLaren versus thirty seven percent. Wow, that that well, was, that turned to a runaway. I think there's a lot of like McLaurin's kind of that new flashy toy too. He's still in his, he'll be his third year as a receiver. Um, whereas like Allen Robinson, he's just kind of, I mean, he's, he's been around and he's just been consistent and safe. Also, I think McLaurin went, I think he's just more name recognition with McLaurin Trent, than anything. Yeah. Well, I felt like that was to be a tough one for you too, Jordan, because you're an Allen Robinson guy. I do and, like Allen Robinson. And you're a McLaurin guy too. So I was curious yeah. to see what your take, who you picked on that too was because they're, they're right. They're going right next to each other in drafts too. So yeah. Yeah, overall think, it's 30 is Terry and then 34 is Allen Robinson, but they're 11 and 12, or excuse me, 10 and 11 wide receiver. Yeah, I just think McLaurin has more upside. I think there's more, more just, uh, uh, yeah, more upside. Yeah. All right. Sweet. Well, that, that, that does it for the surveys. Let's, let's get into our news here. Uh, I said this a, uh, like two pods ago, it seems like we're having a lot more fights than normal this year. Maybe it's just I'm paying a little more attention to it, but the Giants and Browns, like those guys like took their helmets and pads off after practice and started just throwing it down. I, I don't know what's what's going on. I don't feel like I've ever seen like a basically a planned fight after practice before. But Yeah, it seemed like premeditated. Like did someone steal someone else's girlfriend? Like I don't know if like if we just got kind of like you know, there was like some some wrap up in a uh, in a play or a couple different plays beforehand. I don't know if it calls for literally stripping your pads. It was like <laughs> almost like it was like a hockey fight almost to some extent. Like they knew it was going to happen and then they just did it. It seems mm-hmm. like. Yeah. No, it's the I, you know it's it, it was it's weird. I, I understand the little scuffles in practice, but this was like after practice. So, yeah, I mean, it seems like if he saw him in like the cafeteria line, he would have done the same thing or like it just didn't seem like there was, a, you know what I'm saying? Know, like there I was nothing. I know what you're saying. It was, it was, there seems like there's probably bigger beef there. And I don't know. I haven't, I don't follow either of them on Instagram. So I don't know, you know, what the trash talk looked like. But I don't know, Jordan, you probably experienced this a couple times in your life. What do you think happened here? I was just looking it up right now. Looks like Shepard, like, he hit Shepard pretty hard. I don't know a couple times. Did you guys see the fans fight, though, in the Steelers game? That was pretty no. good. That was good. No, <laughs> that's way better that than the, that's yeah. way better than the, uh, the Browns, the, the Browns Giants fight. The guy, yeah, you gotta look that one up. Everyone go look up the Steelers. Just search on Twitter. Steelers, Steelers fan fight. It's, it's yeah, awesome. There's a lady involved. The lady, the guy's wife tells the, does she tell the, guy in front of her to shut up no no no. the the lady tells her husband to shut up like is yelling at him to shut up the oh to like not, not familiar, engage sound familiar film? no i don't i don't know it doesn't we don't know what she was just yelling at him very loudly to shut up and then the guy behind <laughs> row below goes basically tells the husband are you gonna let your wife tell you like control your wife are you gonna let her tell her tell you to tell you to shut up and then she slaps the guy oh and wow. that guy that guy goes to um, really is going to land one on the wife, and then the husband steps in and gets knocked out. And meanwhile, in there, he does punch the lady. So don't don't condone punching women, but that that is that is what happened. And yeah, wow. Steelers Steelers fans are crazy. Yeah, yeah. Were full. they both Steelers fans? Yeah, both Steelers yeah. fans. Hey, wow. Stadiums are back at full capacity. You know, you got to remember, people will punch you in the face, Phil. So yeah, uh, that should be a quote. That's directly a quote from uh, Pat. Uh, also, there. like, probably yeah, shouldn't slap, stra- slap strangers you don't know. That's probably yeah. also a good uh, good piece of advice. Yeah. yeah, there there have been, I would say, like, not only are fights up, like, if there is a trend of fighting, I would say fighting is up in stadiums, 
fields. Well, that's what uh, happened. Did you guys see yesterday? I know we're going off topic. Concession stands likely. There was a soccer game in France yesterday where they threw a water bottle at the soccer player and he threw the water bottle back at them. <laughs> Terrible. And they all rushed idea. the field, like a thousand fans on the field fighting soccer players. It's like uh, Malice in the Palace <laughs> times two. <laughs> no hey, way. This is what happens when you lock people in their house for 12 months. People don't know how to True. act around other people anymore. That's crazy. Yeah, I think the worst one, the, the worst one I saw was the uh, Rams fight. There's a... Yeah, uh, that happened too. Rams Chargers. That one was crazy. And it looked like it was like kind of cooling off. And then someone, it looks like, just tossed a soda, almost like a grenade over the top of the whole thing. And that would start of the melee. It's just, uh, yeah, it's insane. I mean... You know, if you're going there, make sure you have your hands wrapped and just uh, maybe a <laughs> Phil, bottle of water. Can can you start reenacting these fights on Instagram, Phil? I would love it if you and Jordan just start like reenacting them. Yeah, I, like I think people no, would too. No, you know how they do the breakdown on UFC fights. Like we what yes. we should do is like play it and be like, at this moment, here's what you should have done uh, <laughs> to either get out of the fight or to ensure that when you engaged, it was going to land in your favor. I, we'll I, start doing we'll start doing stadium fan breakdown fights uh, on the pod. It's it's a great idea. Uh, you guys want to talk about the any, well? Carson Wentz looks like he's going to return to practice possibly this week. Quentin Nelson should be shortly there behind him. That should help Jonathan Taylor a little bit. Rookie I don't even Qu- know if the Colts are looking forward to that, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> They're looking forward to Quentin Nelson, I'll tell you that. Uh, coming from the biggest Sam Ellinger fan, uh, west of <laughs> Texas, of course. Uh, you guys want to talk about any rookie quarterbacks? Zach Wilson at a near-perfect passer rating. I think Mac Jones could be ready to start over Cam Newton. He's looking pretty good. Uh, that Justin Fields hit. But he's still Justin Fields, still looking pretty good. Did uh did did the uh did Z- the way Zach Wilson looked uh, this weekend, Jordan, make you nervous at all for our egg bet? <laughs> what is our egg bet? The one on the wins? Yeah, Just win they have totals? to win seven games. They have to win seven games. No, not at all. No, we need an egg bet soon, guys. Maybe on the Ravens preseason. He was. He I, looked fancy too. I. I so here, I just want to recap a, uh, a a a string of events here for the fans who didn't listen to our pod during the summer or the spring lull right after the the. So I didn't believe in Zach Wilson. I don't know if you remember this trend. I didn't believe in Zach Wilson. I thought his strength of schedule wasn't that great, etc. And then Jordan's like, "You're an idiot. You should believe in Zach Wilson. He he's a he's a solid player. People smarter than you are saying he's a smart player." And I'm like, "Okay, like I'll believe you. You tend to know a little bit more about this than me." Two weeks pass, and I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm all in on Zach Wilson. Jordan then goes, there's a lot of smarter people than you who are saying his strength of schedule is tough, and he just goes the complete opposite way. That is and not now, what happened. It's all yes, for ratings, it Phil. Yes, I know. This guy, it's not reality TV. Please abstain from... <laughs> Anyhow, all I'm saying is I'm fired up on Zach Wilson still. Okay, so here's your, here's what Phil is just telling you guys right now. I, I was actually the one who liked Zach Wilson before Phil. Phil, since I like Zach yes. Wilson, Phil was like, probably a good idea to like Zach Wilson. And then I said, there's still a gap between Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. And Phil turned that into, oh, I hate, Jordan hates Zach Wilson. <laughs> Trent, that, I don't, where, where, I where do you fall between the two explanations? I don't, in order for this pod to, to have friendship and uh, harmony, I'm going to abstain from voting on this one. <laughs> uh, what you you guys see Mac Jones? He looked he looked okay. Hey, I think all these rookie quarterbacks look pretty good. It, it, it's Trey preseason. Lance. Yeah, it, it's Lance hard to tell it. because it is hard to tell because defensive starters are not playing. Like I think there's more defensive guys sitting than offensive guys. Um, like even a lot of the offensive guys are playing like the first couple series, but the defensive guys are just not playing at all. And I think that that matters as far as like defensive lines go and time. And and let's be honest, these defensive coordinators, it's probably super vanilla defense, right? Like they're not throwing anything yeah. in there. Um, they're not game planning, probably. They're just trying to work, get better, develop depth. So it's hard to tell, but just I, I think that the real telling thing is that Fields should probably be starting, but Dalton will start. Lance should probably start over Garoppolo, but Garoppolo will start. I think those are the two yeah. things. The Mac Jones one, hey, I was his though. Cam didn't look good. Cam Newton looked mm-hmm. good too in that game. Like that was one of the pre- I was watching that game. Um, I think I watched the beginning of that game, 
Newton looked good. He was firing. He was firing. He was throwing the ball really well. So yeah. best I've seen him throw the ball in a long time. So I think Newton. Well, he only threw it. like nine passes for what it's worth. I think he was like eight for nine or something well, like that. Well, they look good though. I mean, like he yeah. the, the those passes, like he was throwing the ball twenty five yards down the field on a rope. So and I haven't seen him do that in a long time. I think he's starting to feel the pressure there, and I think he knows that he has to perform in order mm-hmm. to keep that starting job. I, I don't know what the Bears and the Niners are thinking with the whole especially the the Bears. Like it makes zero sense. The Niners, fine. You think you can contend, you think you can Go to the playoffs, fine. If you want to leave, keep Garoppolo in there, fine. But Dalton, Fields is, is 10 times better than Dalton right now. I don't understand what the, the Bears yeah. are doing. And Nagy and uh, Shanahan both kind of have doubled down on who their guy is going to be. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. Did Lance had kind of a uh, struggled a little bit more last night, I believe, right? Yeah. I just think like I think what it boils down to is the Niners think they can win, which I know we have disagreements about that on this pod. Yeah. But the uh, strength of schedule style thing, Jordan, is that what you're going back here, to? Yeah. No, is, like just I think they think they can win. And it's like, why are we Garoppolo is probably a more safe choice if you think you can rely on your defense. Yeah, here, I saw some stat about Trey Lance and he's thrown like in his career since high school. He ran wing tee in high school. He didn't play last year in college. He's only thrown like. He's only thrown like less than a thousand passes since high school. Like he really has not thrown that much. Just, just a weird stat to throw out there. I don't know why I'm yeah. saying that. But. He's being his ADP is. I think we already talked about this. Is and maybe this is no surprise. Is a is quite a bit above Garoppolo, which I think is yeah. kind of interesting based on the fact that they continue to say he's not going to be the starter, and I don't think that's updated in like the last well, three weeks. Garoppolo gets hurt every year too. I just think it's uh you're not playing Garoppolo, but if Trey Lance is a starter, he has more fantasy value because mm-hmm. more the more upside on the on the ground with his legs. Um, but Garoppolo, you're not you're not playing. What do you think of that hit, Jordy? On Fields? Yeah, on Fields. Do you see yeah, it? Yeah, I just yeah. I mean, I don't know. What did you guys think? Loved I loved it, it personally. Genius. Not because I have anything against Fields. I mean, this guy is not the guy who tackled him hasn't been playing, I think, for like two years. He's been on the injured reserve list. I think he hurt his back. I mean, he was guys on the Raiders. Make, yeah, guys are just yeah, trying exactly. to make plays out there, right? Exactly. Yeah. So I don't yeah. I can't blame him for coming and flying in. Um and even though it's preseason, who cares? Like he's going all out and blast off. I mean, he knows that he can't hit him head to head like that and come up, but I thought it was a pretty good play on his on his side. Yeah, I love um, it. Couple more. So we should of, reenact Trent. Just, just a total blindside. We you need walk to pull in, up in your, your garage. Your sack from high school, Phil. You have that sack master video. We need to pull that up. Oh was, yeah, baby. It was pretty close to that. Yeah, very that similar. Safety blitz, money bash. Yeah. yeah. Hey, a, a couple notes from just this morning, like news, like Jamar Chase could lose snaps to Auden Tate in the. Like, I think the. I also this. I think Jamar Chase is being drafted too high. I think I don't so know where too. you guys think. Like, I they should have took Higg- Sewell. I think T. Higgins is the guy there. No, no, I'm talking about in, in, in our fantasy football. He's being drafted too high. Oh no, right? I know, I know. But yeah, I think like, the Bengals should have took Sewell. Yeah, maybe. I I really think like T. Higgins is the receiver there you want. I think he's really good. And then um, Ty, uh, Ty Johnson, they're talking about he's kind of solidified the starting running back job for the Jets and. Speaking of Zach Wilson, if, if, he, if that offense is going to run pretty efficiently with Zach Wilson there, that means there's probably going to be value in, in other pieces in that offense. And I was really high on Michael Carter to start the year, but it just seems like they're just not going to give him the opportunity. He might be someone later in the season who uh, who has a good opportunity to become like a, a running back uh, relevant. But I just think early on, I think he probably is probably shouldn't draft him as early as I think was thinking you should. But uh, yeah. Ty Johnson, I don't know. I just I feel like it's going to be a, a running back by committee there if they're not going to give it to Michael yeah. Carter. So. Where where would you draft Ty Johnson? Eighth round? I, I think you just stay away from Jets running backs now. Yeah, I think so. I think you do too. Unless you want to take a flyer on, like like I said, Michael Carter later. But, like, I don't know. Yeah. It's a tough one. I do think there's going to be pieces, though. Like, if Zach Wilson's as good as, we, as, as he could be, like, even if he's mildly, like, if he's solid, there's going to be some guys there that's going to matter, and I just don't know who it is. It might be Elijah Moore. It could be, it could be a Corey Davis. Corey Davis uh, caught a lot of balls from from Zach Wilson yesterday. So, mm-hmm. 
Or the other day, whatever that was. Yeah. I think that kind of does it for our news. You guys got anything else you want to share say, about? On the Jet side, though, probably I would say probably it's going to be a wide receiver, though. Not just that one guy makes up the entire defense, but they just lost, and I can't remember his name. One of their big defensive yeah, starters, Paul, one Paul of their Lawson. big defensive pass rushers. So yeah. I would imagine they're, it's not going to be, I don't know. It, it, I yeah, would imagine no. it's probably going to be a receiver over a running back. But um, I, I think your point still stands, but you get what I'm saying a little bit. Just in terms I do of think like, Ty Johnson, if I remember correctly, kind of catches the football a little bit too, right? He's a little more. Uh, yes. So he could be have more value in like a PPR league than a standard league. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Yeah, I'm curious if he's going to start. If he'll go up the ADP a little bit. Yeah. Who is it? Like Frank Gore was always pretty consistent for the Jets the last couple of years. So you're not ever going to get a home run out of that running back position, but usually playable. Remember, guys, don't be rude. Tell a dude, the fantasy football dudes, where fantasy football becomes reality. For more information, go to www.thefantasyfootballdudes.com or email us at tffdudes at gmail.com. We really appreciate all the emails and reviews we get. Uh, you guys got your your dudes ready. These guys can be three of any position. And these are just kind of guys, not first rounders, guys that we're really targeting, wanting to get on all of our teams. Uh, you want to start it off, Jordan? Uh, yes. So I don't. I got my my first guy. I have as a receiver. Um. It's no secret. I no secret of who this is, or I'm not going off the board here. Stay on brand. This is my guy. It's been my guy since last season. Um, Deontay Johnson. I just he's being drafted. I oh, just give me one sec. Uh, oh, I can tell you, he's being drafted. I think like in the eighth round. Um, but he's just someone who I do think like he's probably more. Um, probably more of a PPR guy or half point PPR than a standard guy. I'll I'll give you guys that. But um, hold on, let me just look at where his ADP is. He's being drafted in the like the fifth, sixth round, number twenty two overall at at the receiver position. I just think that's too low, especially in a PPR league. I think he will be drafted higher than that, or he should be drafted higher than that. I, I really think that um. He's have a big year. I think they they look to him more than Chase Claypool. I know Chase Claypool will have the bigger bigger like plays, but Johnson's a guy who's going to get ten targets a game, fifteen targets a game, eight catches. Look at his game log from last year. He started off the year really slow, like he had two big weeks to start. Then it was a tough middle ground in there. He was hurt a little bit. He played games, got hurt. But if you look at his last like. Eight games, it's money. It's 10 targets, 11 targets, 16 targets, 13 targets. Um, a lot of touchdowns in there mi- mixed in, but eight eight catches, eight catches. I mean, he's going to be an eight-catch guy, 80 yards, the possible touchdown mixed in there. I, I just think he's going to be – I think Dante Johnson is going to be really solid for you, really safe. I don't think he's going to disappoint you. He may not have those huge weeks, but he's going to be consistent week in and week out. Yeah, it seems like he's volumes there. Uh, people are really talking up this Steelers passing attack this year, which I, I really don't blame them. But no one's really talking about Ben Roethlisberger. Are you completely pumping the brakes on him, Jordan? Are you kind of willing to stream him, take him late? I just everyone's talking about how good these receivers are. I'm just curious why no one wants well, to take the quarterback. I I personally am not interested in Juju. Because okay. I don't think him, Deontay Johnson, and Juju will be ha- can be productive at the same time. Because they're both very similar receivers. Claypool's a deep threat. I just like Deontay because the volume's going to be there. And I, I'm a big volume guy. Like, I want guys with volume. I don't really care about the huge, like, 50-yard touchdowns. I'd rather get the eight catches, 80 yards, um, no, the guaranteed targets. But I, I think Ben... But even if, if you think of Ben Roethlisberger throws for for 250 yards and two touchdowns every week, that's not huge fantasy games, but that could be enough to support a couple of receivers every week. Mm-hmm. I think this tight end is going to be in play, Pat Firemuth. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I'm not huge on Ben. He also provides zero, zero upside on the ground. There's going to be no rushing yeah. yards from him. So <laughs> that takes away a lot, too. I, I think he could have some streaming value. 
you know, or if you're in a two QB league, definitely has a lot of value there. I think Roethlisberger is in play there. But yeah, I think, I just think it's going to be Deontay and then one of Claypool or Juju every week or the tight end. I think Deontay will be the constant there in that offense. And you said what round are you trying to try? What round do you think you're picking him up in? Well, if he's going to go in the fifth, sixth round, maybe the fifth, fourth round, I, I just, he's someone that I want on my teams. Like, I sure I'll end up with Deontay on a lot of my teams. Like, he's just a guy that I want to have. I like, I like his skill set. And I, I don't think people, I don't think he's flashy. So people don't, the name value is not there. Like, Chase Claypool is probably the, the receiver that on the Steelers that people are going to be like, oh, yeah, I want to draft Chase Claypool. And, I get. And, I bet every other person would be Claypool over Deontay, and I'm yeah. going to go Deontay over Claypool any day of the week. Yeah, and Juju's just marketed himself that people. Yeah, people talk know about Juju. Him. Yeah, he, Deontay Johnson is the least recognizable name of that three. Okay, probably has the least TikTok followers too. <clears throat> <laughs> okay, all right, Phil. Who's your Who's your first guy, Phil? Yeah, so I went. Uh, I actually went with uh, Kyle Pitts. Uh, believe it or not. So I, I am, uh, he is someone for me. I know that tied in rookies generally aren't, you know, come out super hot out of the gate. Um, but with Julio, uh, not there, obviously there's, there's still Calvin Ridley is going to be a big deal there in, um, in, in Hotlanta there. Uh, but I think that Kyle Pitts is going to take up enough. Uh, he's going to have enough targets, um, to really make a difference on the team. Um, and I don't think he's someone that you're, I'm not getting him in the first three rounds really. And I think that there, there could be a possibility that he goes earlier just because of, I think name recognition. I think people are excited about him. Um, but ideally I pick him up in the fourth. Uh, I think that's sort of where he's going right now. Um, late third, depending on, on what your, your, uh, league looks like. Um, but yeah, Kyle Pitts, I think he's going to be uh, a pretty big deal in that offense. And like I mentioned with Julio, Julio Jones out. Uh, I think he makes a lot of sense in terms of how many targets he's going to be taking up. Bad defense and probably going to air the ball out. I, It's hard for me to not really want anyone on Atlanta. Probably my biggest knock on him is just he's a rookie, which probably isn't fair really, but that's my biggest knock on Pitts. I, I, the guy looks like a freak so far. So, Jordy, what I, do you think about Pitts in the fourth? I just it won't happen for me, but I can't like knock anyone that that takes them there. It's just the tight end position is not something that I draft early. Mm-hmm. I, I just won't do it. Um, and so, but at the same time, like Kyle Pitts is not your normal tight end. He's basically a receiver that gets labeled as a tight end. Correct. So I, uh, yeah, I mean, I think I'm high on Pitts. I think he's gonna have a great year. Just like if he was being drafted in the sixth or seventh round, I'd be a little more interested, but. That early, it probably just won't happen for me. Like, so one yeah, thing I, does he does I, he turn into maybe maybe not even his first year, but does he turn into a a Kelsey type guy with a ton of red zone, ton oh, of red zone sure, targets? Sure. That's he, that's what I'm saying. Like, even in his first year, he has a possibility of being again. T- uh, rookie tight ends aren't a uh, usually don't come out come out of the gate swinging in their first year. Um, I think they're yeah. Any anyhow, I, I think he easily turns into a Kelsey type guy in the red zone, very consistently, where he's getting a ton of targets there, which is obviously could be super beneficial. Phil, mm-hmm. did you watch him at tennis at uh, Florida at Florida? all last year? No, I I, I had, think I've seen highlights that maybe you sent Dude, me or we talked about, but I, guy, I actually didn't. the guy was an absolute touchdown machine. Like that's all he did. He had twelve touchdowns. Yeah, he had twelve touchdowns in eight games on forty three catches. He was a Heisman so candidate, if, if right? You, Phil, that means he like like twenty over twenty five percent of his catches were touchdowns. Yeah, so. twelve touchdowns on forty three catches. And with with Ridley there, he he's the number two probably. So he he's a little more he's of a, a t- he's a he's more of a receiver, like Jordan said, than a tight end. So it's yeah, probably correct. not. He, he is a touchdown machine. A little bit of a cheat code guy. potentially. Yeah. So I think get him in the fourth though is not. I mean, look at where Kelsey Kelsey's getting taken in the first uh, for yeah. some dudes. Like yeah. if you think about his potent, I'm not saying he's going to be Kelsey. I think that's a pretty big stretch to say he's going to be Travis Kelsey. But to say he could maybe be in that style of tied in or conversation, um, I don't know. Maybe you get away with taking him in the third and you don't look like as uh, 
as big of an idiot. I don't know. That's my thought. Well, what seems to happen in tight ends is when one goes, two go, then three go, then all of a sudden there's usually a run. Then you get into that tight end dead zone and it's over. Then you might as well wait. This, yeah. What just seems to happen in most drafts I'm in. Uh, but my first dude I'm going for, this is going to be a second round pick. I think Najee Harris is going to be really good. I know the Steelers maybe have some question marks on their offensive line, but I think they have such a good passing game that they're going to be able to spread teams out and be able to run the ball. I, I really think they like Najee, and the volume is just going to be there. He's the yeah. guy. Matt Canada is going to get creative and find ways to give him the ball. He's having a good preseason. I So I just I think Najee checks all the boxes. I think if you can get him as your second running back – at the turn, especially, you're gonna be really happy with him in the second round. I, I don't know how far he'll go into the second. Yeah, though. I don't. Will he go into the second though? He'll he'll make it in the second. I believe he's not gonna be a first round guy. I don't think, unless uh, things really change. Where is he going right now? Fifteen overall. Yeah. Unless you have some Steeler fan that just absolutely wants him, which I guess well, is a I mean, possibility. Who else is is like him where they're not? It's not a committee. Najee or Antonio Gibson? Well, here's the thing. I want Antonio Gibson, but I think you could get both of those guys. Is what I'm saying. Well, they're being drafted like back to back. Yeah, he's he's my turn guy. Like I, I think I, if I'm you're taking at the end, Antonio Gibson there, but yeah, I no. I'm just not. Why is that, Jordy? Like, Why is I, that rookie I'm or? Not, no, I just I. Do you guys think the Steelers are going to be good? I think they will be good. But I don't think they're going to be good like where they're blowing out teams. I think it's going to be they're playing from behind, like a touchdown behind. or Don't they have like, a pretty I good defense, see... though? Yeah, but like they're not. I just I want to see that O-line. I don't trust that O-line. You know, um, like I said, preseason is hard to tell exactly with the opposing defenses. I. Mm-hmm. Look, Najee's going to be fine, but does he He's have like back thirteen? Does he is he is he that guy who can really like win you a league? I don't know. I I think if he's your second running back, I think he'll be pretty happy. But like, you I don't have think a, they're going to use. They're not going to use. Um, they still have other guys there. They have Jalen Samuels who can catch the ball. McFarland's there. There's another guy there. Who am I forgetting about? You're thinking of Snell. Snell's I there. I don't think Snell's going to take it from him, but. but I mean, they're going to use those guys, especially the. I don't think Najee will be using the passing game, and that is. They said they have to do the play action with the Steelers, and Big Ben doesn't like it. I think they have to establish a run to really open it up. But I, I think Najee's the guy that can help them establish that play action. And what is run- Najee's uh, pass blocking like? I'm sure he didn't do a ton of that at Alabama. Uh, no, I don't think he needed to. <laughs> I don't think he needed to. So I'm sure. I and think so he that- checks most of the boxes though. Hey. Early on, that can hurt a rookie running back mm-hmm. though. Is if you can't pass block, they're gonna sub. They're gonna have other guys in there. Mm-hmm. I know, not to go completely off topic, but James Robinson right now is going to be the starter in Jacksonville, and they're saying a lot of it is because he's so great at pass blocking. His pass blocking is so good that he's taking away just based on purely, purely that alone. Mm-hmm. He will take snaps away from Travis Etienne because of that, and I. I don't know. I haven't looked into a ton of Najee Harris's pass blocking. He may be good at it. If he is, mm-hmm. that's definitely a plus. But I know with rookie running backs, that can be a thing is that they struggle in, in pass blocking because they don't do a lot of that in college. So He caught yeah. 43 passes in college. I mean, he's not at least, sorry, not, not total. In his last year of college, he caught 43 passes. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I would imagine it's probably not great, his pass blocking. He, I, I just think he's one of the biggest fantasy discounts this year. I think second round. I think he'll be really happy there. I don't know. I mean, I people were saying that about Clyde Edwards-Hilaire last year too, Trent. Yeah, but he was going like top. He was going early first round, wasn't he? We might get there with Najee. He was going he, back. He's. I think he's going to go. I don't think he's going to make it to the second. Yeah, I. And maybe that's just he will me. be better than just... Clyde Edwards-Hilaire last year. I think he's younger than. Clyde he's in a worse there. offense than what. what his strength Hilaire. of schedule for running back rank is third easiest, according to yeah. fantasy pros. Yeah. Third easiest? Yeah. 
Yeah, we'll see. I, I just no. I think also, that's that's like, third third difficult. Like he, they have a the Steelers have a difficult schedule this year, Trent. They should have a difficult schedule. Yeah, it says they strength have the schedule. Running back rank third easy. I don't know what that means. Oh, I think yeah, their overall mean, schedule. Their overall schedule was, I think, it was pretty high in terms of overall. Well, it, it may honestly just be preseason because of the because, offenses, maybe yeah. that they're playing on. Or excuse me, the defensive line. Yeah, playing. sorry. Yeah. But if but if the teams are good overall though they're playing they might be down in games. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just think they're going to air the ball out a little more. I I want to see that O line. I guess that's what I'll say. That O line yeah. has to prove something to me. I can't get over what I watched last yeah. year and I, how bad they were. They got no push running the ball. Yeah, I don't want him in the first round. Yeah, but this who's excited to play guy. for Mason Rudolph? Like it's not like they were like you know Mason was leading him. I don't know. I just like <laughs> they were competing in the playoffs, Phil. Like they were trying to make a trying to make the playoffs. Yeah, they, they, yeah, were they were ten and zero. They were the worst ten and zero team of all time, exactly. possibly. Exactly. Anyway, yeah. am I up next? Yeah, well, they did. For what it's worth, their schedule last year was not. I, I I've said this. The Seahawks what started like six and one, but they played trash teams. Yeah. I'm just saying that it's not like the Steelers are playing. Look at their schedule last year. That's all I'm saying. Should they have been ten and zero? Yes. They who they played was basically terrible. Phil's going to tell you his real guys after this, but it's Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, and uh, Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett, the full Seahawks stack right there. Yeah, that's right, baby. That's okay. right. And Luke Wilson, who's no longer on the Seahawks, still my boy. <laughs> you can't tell I just beat my chest and blew a kiss up at this guy. Thanks for, for those not watching. Play. Um. Okay, <laughs> we, we are on next, YouTube. I will put the YouTube link in the show notes. Yeah, my next guy is uh, Calvin Ridley. I'm gonna go along with that Falcons theme. I here's the deal: Calvin Ridley being drafted at 21 overall, wide receiver six. I think Calvin Ridley's a top three top three receiver this year, and he's not being drafted like that. I think he's right there with Tyreek Devontae. I mean, we got who's being drafted over him, Diggs, Hopkins, Metcalf. I think Calvin Ridley is easily going to have a better season than Metcalf and Hopkins. I'm, I'm all over the Ridley train this this year. I like Ridley a lot. He was a, he was the third best receiver last year. So I don't see why why that is cha- what's changing there. If anything, their offense got better. Julio was was I think people realize Julio was hurt all last year. He barely mm-hmm. played. I don't see, I just don't see what, why he's puts up a year like he did last year. And then all of a sudden people don't, people aren't seeing him like that. So I, I don't know. I, he's a, he's a, he's a top three receiver for me. I think it's him or Diggs right there competing for that three spot behind Devontae and Tyreek. And honestly, like if Devontae or Tyreek drop a little bit, I think Ridley could shoot up there. I, I like Ridley a lot. Um, just last year's stats. I mean, the guy had one thirteen set, almost fourteen hundred yards receiving with nine touchdowns on ninety catches. That could turn into a hundred catches. The yards are the same, maybe ten touchdowns. I, I think he's going to repeat. I think what he did last year is sustainable. So I'm all over Ridley this year. I, if you can get him in the second round, like a couple mock drafts I've done, I've gotten him like back of the second round. I love that. So I'm all would over you, it. Would back you take of the second him around? Would you take him early second round? Depends what running backs are on the board there. But yeah, I, I possibly could. I like Ridley a lot. Okay. Phil? No, I have no I have I, I, I don't I'm know asking what, who your guy is. Oh, 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 okay. Gotcha. Sorry. I was uh, looking I thought you were looking for my opinion there. Uh so I, my, I, my guy I like Ridley. Yeah, I like Ridley too. I've i I'm, I'm definitely not uh not against what Jordy's saying there. Um, I, I've my, come my, around. I've come around. Yeah. yeah, considering you had him ranked at like number twelve to start the when we did our initial wide receiver rankings, you do come around though. I mean, you drafted Michael Thomas uh, not three weeks ago <laughs> in a in a fantasy league that we're in, and that was a dynasty league, so it is a little different. You still drafted him though, and you hate him. I do hate him. As like, if he if he walked into this garage right now, I'd act like I didn't even know him. <laughs> no, you'd be like, why is this guy walking to my garage right now? <laughs> yeah. I'd act, no, I'd, I'd give him the cold shoulder. Phil, you're up. All right. Uh, so my guy, so I'm, I'm going to go with a guy that actually a lot of people are staying away from. And generally that's um, 
definitely not the right thing to do, but I've done it with Zach Wilson before people came around. I ended up being right uh, <laughs> about this. So I'm going to go with another one of these and uh, just hope that I don't just get ridiculed online by you know however many followers we have because a lot of people are staying saying stay away from this guy but i want to be clear he's not going to be my running back one i think he's going to fall a little bit later but i do think he's a solid pick i want to go i'm going with jk dobbins um i think he is a solid running back too uh right now he is you're not joking I'm not joking. I actually am going with (laughs) stupid. That is that's not even funny. Uh, Right now, where is he going here? Uh, I think he was. He's at least like running back. I think like 13. Give me a second here. I'm seeing 15, Phil. Yeah, 15. So he's 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 15. Uh, I think we were talking a little bit even before the pod. He's probably going to fall. Maybe even lower than that. Uh, They also have uh, Gus Gus there. And uh, I think he's still going to take, obviously, every single year they talk about Lamar passing a little bit uh, less than he did before. He was the RB1 there last year. I do think that that continues to split, and I do think that J.K. takes up some more carries. And then also he was targeted more last year than Gus, and I think that will continue to be the case. Um, So I think that as a running back, too, he is definitely the guy that I want. Um, I don't think you're getting Najee as a running back too. I think he's getting picked up early, which then obviously opens up other spots for guys who would be, uh, who you may want to get in the first round falling into the second round. Um, but I think JK Dobbins is a good option there. And even if he in had to be a running back one, I don't think you would be in the worst spot ever given like, you know, his share, uh, his targets, things like that. Mm-hmm. Well, do you want to, do you want to egg bet Najee versus uh, JK? No, I'm a, I, I, no, you, so here's it's the thing. Najee really? would have been my, Najee would have been, I, I have an egg bet of Najee versus Saquon on with Jordan. True, I'm never going right? to go against Najee. Najee is my, he's my actual dude, but you sniped him under me. So I, I had to go with someone else. I stole that I get pick strategic. from you. What'd you say? I stole that pick from you. You did. Uh, Najee is not falling in the second round. You can quote yeah. me on that. Yeah. Adam Schefter just tweeted Monday, but feels like Wentz day. So Wentz is practicing. But J.K. Dobbins, he is falling. I, I like him. I liked him in college. Uh, Lamar scares me. So you're probably right. He probably is going to fall a little bit. Uh, I think the Gus Edwards uh, snaps is probably the most concerning thing about Dobbins. But I, I think they figure that out. I think they figure out that. Dobbins is the more more explosive, more athletic guy. So I, I will, I'll trust uh, Harbaugh that he's going to figure it out. But I think he he just Edwards is going to have a role there. They love Edwards there, but they got rid of Mark Ingram, I think, which helps. Yeah, that, that third guy definitely helps. I mean, Dobbins. I I have to look at his game log, but I'm pretty sure early on he was not involved in the last half of the year. Once they kind of sat Ingram. Um, he got more of a role in that offense. I, I think I think they'll use Dobbins plenty. I think Dobbins will be fine. He was targeted more in the passing game. Yeah, and I want to say he probably had more uh, within a hundred more uh, attempts rushing than uh, than Gus. Yeah, no, he's gonna be the. I would probably think like a 65-35 split. Trent, no, kind of it's kind of somewhere along those lines. Yeah, I the only yeah. I think so. I just I'm I'm worried with this extra game that there's to be a little more committees than normal. But I think yeah. J.K. is their guy, and hey, you have to keep Lamar healthy, so they aren't gonna be able to run him quite like they want to. But it seems like the receivers are getting hurt. But I I think it's okay where he's going. I think is the right spot, and yeah. he doesn't have he doesn't have a bad. They don't have a bad schedule either. Um, and you have yeah. to focus on Lamar, so it's it's not terrible. And yeah, he's he's kind of the guy there. With that, you know, I was talking about Ravens receivers. My my guy, my dude, I have here. I have Mark Andrews. I like the target tight ends that lead their team in targets, and I think Mark Andrews is the number one receiving option in Baltimore. That's who Lamar Jackson's looking for. Is Mark Andrews? Marquise Brown, I believe, has a is it a groin or hamstring injury? Uh, is someone else hurt over there too? One of the receivers, uh, yeah, Bateman. Bateman's hurt, so I think it's just going to end up being Lamar going to Mark Andrews. Maybe this bumps him up a little bit, but he's still the fourth or fifth tight end going off the board. So I think 
if Mark Andrews is there for me in the fourth round, I, I am going to grab him, I believe, fourth or fifth. Because he is – I think he's going to lead their team in receiving yards and targets. So that's, that's why you I'm going to Andrews. So, Trent, that being said, would you take Andrews over Pitts? I think I'd take Andrews over Pitts just because of the com- camaraderie there between Andrews and Lamar. And just he's he's Lamar's guy. That's who Lamar goes to is Mark Andrews. He's the number one. Yeah, he could have a few really big weeks early on. I'm just looking. Yeah, Bateman's going to be out. Bateman had groin surgery, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So he'll be come back sometime sometime in December and September. And Marquise Brown looks like he has some type of a muscle injury. It just seems like those hamstring, linger. hamstring. Yeah. So they're gonna they're gonna play it safe. But that was two weeks ago, so we'll yeah. see. I think he'll be ready by week one. Um, and I'm honestly higher on the Browns. I mean, the, not the Browns, Marquise Brown in, in general yeah. in the field. But yeah, I mean, Mark Andrews is the guy there. So yeah, I I like Marquise Brown. He's another guy I really liked in college. But I just I feel like. Those injuries, those muscle injuries, they kind of linger. I, I feel like it was especially hamstrings. for a guy like a guy a like sp- him, right? A speed guy. Like I just feel like that's always just always going to bug you. So hopefully they yeah. can get him back and he'll be a discount. I feel like in the later rounds, Marquise Brown could be a huge steal, but that, that's why I'm going with Mark Andrews because he is the target leader of that team, and that's just who Lamar has. I- Going, going, and, and staying along those lines. Going back to Dobbins, I didn't think about that, but that could help Dobbins in the past game a little bit too. The little yes. more uh, usage for him early on, and if he can do that early on, it could solidify that role for him going forward. Um, I'll stay with the uh, second year running back with my third guy. I'm gonna go uh, DeAndre Swift, and this is a guy kind of like similar to Dobbins is kind of falling down the uh, the draft board a little bit. I, I can't. I wish I could look at where. I mean, he's being drafted number 19 overall. And, you know, 21, 18 on some sites, 19, 16. Guys like Chris Carson, Josh Jacobs, CEH being drafted ahead of him. That's, I think that's just nuts. I, and I get it. He's been hurt all training camp. I'm sure that hasn't helped. You see that out, you know, the the injury tag next to him on your, on your website. And I think that just leans to people not wanting to draft him. I think this is someone you can get. You know, in the end of the second, early third, maybe even later, just depending on how your draft shakes out. If you can get DeAndre Swift in the fourth round, like if you can go running back, receiver, receiver, DeAndre Swift, I think that's a great draft right there. If you had an early pick and you were able to get like Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, um, DJ Moore, and then... DeAndre Swift, like that's a good four picks, or mm-hmm. maybe Ridley, Jefferson, Swift, like that. I, I'd be pretty happy with that. I, I mean, Swift is someone who last year he came, he was very not used very much early on, right? Only had, you know, um, the first eight seven weeks he only had one game with uh, double digit rushing attempts, but that last the last like few weeks that he was active. We got 13, 16. He was hurt for a few weeks. Then 15, 10, 12. A couple um, touchdowns mixed in there. He had eight touchdowns, though, on only 114 carries. He was used a lot in their passing game. I, I just think Dodgers is going to be the guy there. They don't really have a whole lot of other guys there. Who do, who do they have there that I'm missing, Trent? They have uh, Jamal. Yeah. Yeah, Jamal but, Williams is there. But, yeah. like... Jamal Williams has never shown the capability of being the guy, right? He's a third down running back. Um, they'll sprinkle him in there. I I just have a hard time believing they're not going to give DeAndre Swift as much as he can handle in that offense. Well, they're a you young think team, they're be, not going anywhere. You don't think that the the fact that they're not going to be great will hurt him a little bit? Like they're going to struggle. I, I think they'll throw it to him, though. I think he's going to be using the passing game a ton. And he, he's a dynamic running back. He's really good. He's going he's a, in the right spot. I mean, Phil, he had eight. And you said you're you, so you're taking him. You're taking him in the the fourth or fifth. Which one? If did you I say? get him in the fourth round, I'm ecstatic. Like, okay. but I'm not afraid. Like, I'm just saying, I'm drafting Jandre Swift over Ceh, David Montgomery, Josh Jacobs, Chris Carson. Uh, there's no question yeah. in my mind. I'm drafting him over those guys. 
I might take Carson over him. And that's, that's what I. It. I that, that's well, the only. I mean, that's the only reasons, one. But, but Carson, yeah, that's the only one. But why I, not Carson, Jordan? Why not? Why would you take him over Carson? Because Pete Carroll sucks. Fair point. Yeah, I mean, but then Carson's going to get a lot of touches, though. I don't trust that he's just going to use Chris Carson. Oh, you think he's going to use? You think he'll? Well, I mean, Rashad Penny is. I don't think he's looked that great. Um, Has Rashad Penny ever looked great? And yeah, but work. who's yeah, but but who's the the other guy? DJ Phil, Dallas is basically on special teams. They gave Carlos Hyde carries last year. That's fair. But Chris Carson <laughs> was Travis also banged Homer. up just for and just Travis for what Hol- Travis Homer. Yeah. Phil's about to you know go uh, Sterling Shepard hey, on you is, right is, now, is Jordan, Homer for calling out there, the Phil? Seahawks. Wait, wait. Travis Homer's still there, right? He's there. Yeah, he's still. There. They will use Travis Homer. Pete Carroll loves that guy. I disagree, right. but I uh, <laughs> feel they used in the last two years significantly. You I don't won't. think they use him this year. I'll, I'll egg bet that Travis Homer gets less than I don't know. I don't know how many carries I, I want to egg <laughs> bet not, here. We are not betting on fourth string running backs getting carries. Anyway, about to. I I am just to wrap it up. I like Swift a lot. I'm drafting Swift. If you can get him in the fourth round, I think that's awesome. I think he's going to be a top thirteen running back this year. I, I yeah, I'm not worried with the Lions' offense. I think they figure out ways to use him. He had eight touchdowns and like 50. What what did I say? Eight touchdowns and 114 of carries last year. I, that tells me that he knows how to get the ball in the um, in the, in the end zone. I, I like Swift a lot. So okay, Phil, who do you, who's your last dude? My last dude, for obvious reasons, is uh, Kyler Murray. Um, I don't know how much I really need to say there, but getting him in third or fourth would be totally great. I uh, I think right now he's listed as QB3, but I think that people will... Uh, I think he's going to fall a little bit lower than that, potentially. Guys I think who could go in front of him are uh, Lamar Jackson. I could see guys drafting Aaron Rodgers ahead of him. Um I think he's probably realistically around five, even though the stats would say otherwise, I guess. But he is uh, he is my dude. Um, and I don't know how much explanation we need here. With but those running capabilities and everything. Yeah. I, running, not, he know, he, claims, he claims that he doesn't want to... Uh, he claims that he's, he's really trying to tone it down this year. Um, I mean, again, going back to the Lamar conversation, I think he'll have to rely on it a little bit. Um, but... I still think he's going to be extremely valuable there in the running game. That is Jordy Trent. I I can't argue that he's probably going to get lots of rushing yards. If you can get him in the fifth round, I think that's a steal. Uh, You're probably going to have to go third is what I'm thinking. Yeah. And I think if you got him third round, I don't think you should be that mad. It seems like everybody's, reaching up on quarterbacks more and more. I do think you have a little bit of an advantage taking Kyler. My only thing on Kyler that he might fall is he finished kind of poorly last year due to that injured shoulder. Maybe people fade him a little bit just because of that. I, I don't Where do you think Kyler's going to go, Jordan? He's going 30, just for what it's worth, he's going 37th overall there, Jordy. Kyler 37? Yeah. I, so like right, in the, right at the beginning of the fourth or, or end of third. This is just another situation where he just probably won't end up on my teams just the way I draft. I'm not going to draft a quarterback that early. But yeah, I can't. Like, I, I think he is the clear number three quarterback behind Mahomes and Allen. So yeah, I, I like Kyler. If you can get Kyler like in the fifth round somehow, I'd love that. Fourth round is probably the sweet spot for him, though. Mahomes in the second, Allen in the third, Kyler in the fourth. Yeah. Um, I, you want me to finish up with what I got right here? Let's hear it, Trent. I, my last one is I have DJ Moore and I just wide receiver for the Carolina Panthers. I think he's going to have a good year this year. Pro football focus said that 20% of his catches last year were uncatchable. I think Sam Darnold will be an upgrade from Teddy Bridgewater. I also think with Christian McCaffrey there, teams are going to have to focus on him, not on DJ Moore. I think Robbie Anderson's going to help there. Uh, who's that rookie wide receiver, Jordan? Uh, 
Uh, Terrence Marshall. Who's Terrence good Marshall. In the yeah, I think Terrence Marshall is going to help DJ more. I I almost made Sam Darnold my guy here, but there's no need to draft Sam Darnold. You can get him on waiver wires. I think it's going to take a couple weeks for people to think he's the real deal. But with Christian McCaffrey there, it's going to really simplify that whole offense. I think DJ Moore, where he's going right now, you'll be really happy to have him there. And he is going in the their wide receiver strength of schedule, says number two, according to Fantasy Pros. Where is this guy going? I believe he is. He's like in the 20, 21 receiver, um, 50s, okay. in the 50s overall. He's Him not, and Deontay Johnson are, it's like Lockett. It's like Cooper Cup, Adam Thielen, Lockett, DJ Moore, Deontay Johnson, all kind of yeah. within 10 picks of each other. Yeah, I, I, I like DJ Moore. I think play action, like I said, he'll be open a lot more. I think Darnold, I think Darnold, it's going to be a lot better. Than He's also more of like, I think last year towards the end of the year, he turned into more of a possession guy with a lot of volume too. Mm-hmm. And I think, I I like I like DJ Moore a lot. I, the only, Darnold scares me more than I think he scares you guys. Um, just because we're talking about Marshall, CMC, Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore. Uh, but at the same time, I, me saying that, like Teddy Bridgewater supported all that last year. Right, yeah. and Sam Darnold at the worst is a line, is a lateral lateral move from Teddy Bridgewater, right? Yeah. But last year, Curtis Samuel had value. Um, DJ Moore had DJ value. Moore came on really late. Robbie Anderson was strong pretty much all throughout the year, mm-hmm. and then their running back, uh, what's Mike, Mike Davis, Davis was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome for them. So I, I do think that I do think that. I, um, yeah, that that he can be a, a very solid fantasy. I, I like him. I like him a lot. Yeah, I, like I think Sam Darnold right will be too. fantasy relevant this year. As crazy as it sounds, but I think DJ Moore. I think DJ Moore could well, potentially be this year's Stephon Diggs. I, I think possible. he could make that jump where it's just like, whoa, you got this guy in the fourth or fifth round, and he's you know a top five wide receiver. Like you're going to be able to get this guy. You know, everyone's going to have an opportunity to get DJ Moore. So yeah, for sure. Um, I think that does it with our dudes. So for Jordan, we had Deontay Johnson, Calvin Ridley, DeAndre Swift. For Phil, we had Kyle Pitts, J.K. Dobbins, Kyler Murray. For myself, Trent, we had Najee Harris, Mark Andrews, DJ Moore. And then uh, we actually got some uh, dear dudes, some dude mail. So uh, let's get after that. Dear Dudes. All right. Our first question is from Brian underscore Jansen. And it says, I'm in a random keeper league with some dudes. Should I keep Kamara as my first pick or Montgomery as my six? I think you got to keep Kamara here, guys. I, I don't know if this is half point PPR, PPR standard, but you got to keep Kamara, right? Yeah, I, I agree with that. Because um, Montgomery, I don't know, Montgomery... I don't feel it's honestly Montgomery in the sixth is probably decent value considering I, he's probably going in the third or the fourth round. But Kamara, you can't. I just think you keep Kamara. I, I almost put David Montgomery as one of my guys just because of the volume. And he had like a groin injury the first like eight weeks of the season last year. And then at the end of the year, he came on really strong. So I, I'm, you know, maybe that injury had something to do with it so montgomery kind of he intrigues me a little bit coincided with Tariq cohen getting hurt too that that too and he's back so speaking of the bears you see that mitchell trubisky revenge game he lit the bears up so don't know what you got till it's gone phil Uh, mitchy mitchy boo and then uh camara king crunch alvin camara has his own cereal now you can get it at rouse's you can order it online uh Part of it goes to charity, but that is kind of cool. Thought we'd throw that in there with that. Is that your version of a box opening, Trent? Yeah, yeah. I maybe I'll order some Kamara King Crunch. I, I don't know. It sounds pretty good. It sounds delicious. I feel like it would be like. Pe- is it peanut butter? What is the it's flavor? A, I, I didn't read that. It's a purple box, Mardi Gras themed, yellow. He's on the cover. I think it's kind of like a honey bunches of oats flavoring. So. I'm HBO. Not, I mean, You're an I'm, HBO guy, Phil. Don't even I am an like HBO it. guy. HBO You're just guy. about to go off on Honey Bunches of Oats, and that's one of your favorites. 
Yeah, no, I have, I have nothing. No, you, did you say? I don't think you said "honey bunch of oats." You said something else. That's exactly what he just said. That's no. what I, I said. You're paying attention, Phil. Hey, there are times when Trent talks to me where I'm just like, "You lost me when you started." I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying here. Let's just move on. So okay. he, let's La- go to the next thing. Last question from G. Marshall forty two. Can you please define fade? It's offensive that you assume that your audience knows what you're talking about. <laughs> I love that. That is so good. There's a lot of definitions of fade, so yeah. I, I mean, I, I can't blame the guy. I, I would define fade as something hot that comes off the barbecue, That's or smoker. That, that's what I would say. Meat. I, I would refer to meat as fade. Would you say that's fair, Phil? What, what would yeah. you define fade as? Well, I... I was very anti-fade, at least the start of this fade trend um, that Trent started. Um, there are times that I'm like, man, I wish we would have said something besides fade because I think, I don't know, it's, I don't know, whatever. Anyhow, I, I think I would say fade is uh, anything that's uh, friendly to eat around others. Fade, anything that's friendly to eat around others. I I, I like that, Phil, so... Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that about answers the question for G Marshall. Yeah. Because that's a fair question. It is a fair question. Have have you? I. I haven't. I've been out of you know smoking. Should we talk about any smoke, Phil? I know your barbecue's at your dad's house. So. Yeah, I've been working on this Traeger that I've my dad. I basically inherited. My dad took my pit boss and is now currently using it, and I am uh, working on a uh, on a beaten up Traeger that I'm working on trying to fix. So. I've not smoked anything. Yeah, I I was in Oklahoma last week, so I went to Earl's, got some ribs. They were really good. Had a burger called the Sticky Finger that had some jalapenos and peanut butter in it. That was really good. So the Oklahoma barbecue scene was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Saw my mom. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Yeah, went to Flavortown. So, yeah, pretty good. Uh, You guys got any closing remarks? We'll see you guys next week. Other than that, Phil? No, excited for uh, Hard Knocks tonight, getting that episode. Yeah, that'll Jordan, be on, are you watching? That'll be on, watching that'll be on Tuesday, Knox? Phil. It's sorry, Monday. sorry. I, f- I forget what day it is. Jordan, are you watching Hard Knocks? No. I'm not surprised, honestly, to hear that answer. Yeah. So. All right. All right. Well, hey, I, we got our home drafts this year. I got, I think I, it's basically draft week. I think I got three drafts this week. So good luck, guys. Remember, don't be rude. Tell a dude. We will see you guys next week. This has been another episode of the Fantasy Football Dudes podcast. Remember to rate, review, and follow. For more information, go to www.thefantasyfootballdudes.com. And remember, we are sorry for absolutely nothing.